0: Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. And we are the Morning We're go back in
1: time.
2: You know, some mornings you just need to start out with a little Justin Timberlake, I'm just saying. Some days it just makes your life better.
1: <laughs> Not a bad point.
2: Little little JT doing some MJ, that's, that's a good way to start your Thursday, I think. Happy Thursday morning to you. It's a little bit rainy out there. I will say, I thought the visibility was terrible this morning on my drive-in. I don't know what yours was like, but it was, it wasn't great. Didn't love it. So, allow yourself a little bit extra time if you can of course, you're running on empty anyway uh, you're a homeowner now i am i did a thing <laughs> you did the thing i'm excited for you i think it's great yeah it's gonna be you'll, you'll be happier once you get in there right now you're in the middle of the chaos but it's gonna be great
1: in the eye of the storm i guess
2: <laughs> you are a little little bit of that uh, here's your thought of the day for thursday find your spirit And no challenge will keep you from achieving your goals. You remember that today, my friend. Here's our uh, numbers. Hope you're going to keep them handy. Our toll free number is 866 916 3776. Our text number is 434 248 0704. Today is World Quark Day. You heard me. World Quark Day. I wanna know if any of you know what quark is because I did not. And here's the thing. Here's your hint. It's a it's a kind of food. I'm usually pretty up on my foodie stuff. But I didn't know what I didn't know what this was. If you know what it is, I will be tray impressed. Four three four two four eight zero seven zero four. If you want to uh to get a, a hint, go. maybe you put it, it on a, a yes. tray. How about that? <laughs> well, you could. I guess, you could certainly put it on a tray. It's I actually
1: know the answer. So,
2: did you know it before? No,
1: I, l- I listened to it this time.
2: Oh, okay. Because you were, I, I learned it, I learned today. So, apparently, it's very popular in some parts of the world. Uh, on this day in history, the first electric lighting system using overhead wires, was built by Thomas Edison. It starts service in Roselle, New Jersey, in 1883. Could you imagine how exciting that would be? My dad would tell me about when they got electricity when he was young, and it was, like, magical. Like, people would come, neighbors would come just to see the light bulb because they'd never seen anything like it before. To be able to go and turn a switch was pretty amazing. Uh, in 1980, the number one song it was number one, it stayed there for eight weeks, was this song from Michael Ride Jackson. Yep, it stayed at the top of the charts for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And then in uh, 1988, 48 Hours premieres on CBS. I blame 48 Hours and Dateline for creating the true crime obsessions. Although when they started out, they really weren't all about the murder mystery things. It just kind of grew into that. But uh, 48 Hours premiered in 1988. Our birthdays today include actress. Katie Seagal, who turned 69 years old today. Of course, she probably became most famous as Peg Bundy. Peggy, what are you doing? I'm getting myself a VCR. I see. No, you don't. You're not a housewife. You have your own money. I have to use strategy. You see, when you first get married, you can withhold sex. But then they get to like that. (laughs) Lord, she was sassy. She still is in most things that she's in. Uh, Actor Sean and comedian Sean Wayans turns 52 years old today. I tried to get a clip from him, but he's such a potty mouth. It was most impossible to do it. So I didn't have much luck with that one. Uh, Country singer Dolly Parton is having a birthday today. She is turning 77 years old. Now, that was a big hit for her, but this was during the time when country people started thinking she was turning her back on country music, that she was, you know, getting away from her roots and, and you know, they were going to abandon her. Obviously, that didn't happen. She's always been very true to herself. Uh, She's turning 77 today. Actress Tippi Hedren is turning 93 years old today. She was, of course, the obsession of Alfred Hitchcock and the subject of the movie about that obsession. Uh, She has come out in later years talking about that very complicated relationship that she had with Alfred Hitchcock.
1: Many women have come up to me since the girl came out and said, thank you for doing this, um, to make people aware of the fact that you do not have to acquiesce to anyone's desires from your subordinates or anybody else if you're not interested in it. It's so sad that this relationship had to go that way because I loved working with him.
2: Yeah, a lot of people did, but he was a pretty lecherous, which makes me sad because I really like Alfred Hitchcock's work. Uh, also having a birthday is actress Shelly Fabre. She is turning 79 years old. Before she was on Coach and all those things, uh, she was pretty much a, a little teen heartthrob. Here she is as, uh, as in Johnny Angel. Johnny Angel,
1: how I love you. He's got something that I can't resist. but he doesn't.
2: And then finally, TV chef Paula Deen. She is turning 76 years old today.
1: Hey, y'all. I'm Paula Deen. Butter. 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 Butter.
2: Butter. 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mmm. Butter, butter, butter. She loves her butter. No doubt about it. Uh, So I'm curious to know if you know what our Mind Jam trivia is today. If you know this one, I'm going to be so impressed. Cheated. You think they looked it up? I don't know. It depends on if they've traveled in, in Europe or not. Apparently it is very, very popular in Europe. So there's another little hint for you. Uh it is World Quark Day. Q U A R K. Quark. And if um we wanna know if you know what it is. It's a it's a type of food. That's what it is. Um <laughs> Dale says it's the Ferengi bar owner on Deep Space Nine. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, maybe. But that's not the answer that we're looking for. So sorry. So we'll have the answer for that coming up in, uh, in, in just a little bit. But that's not, that's not the answer that we want. Uh, we also have a lot of headlines to cover today. Some of them are not so great. Um, we've got a story in Lynchburg. Uh, Two people are in critical condition. Two more have been injured after a shooting at Timbers Apartments. We're having way too much of that. Um, That happened last night, and it happened around 9.30. And Timbers Apartments, if you're not familiar with that, is in the 2300 block of Old Forest Road. And um, they're saying two groups opened fire in the parking lot. You know, we just had that conversation with... uh, with Marco about how some of those things come about. So we'll take a look at, at that story. And then there's some people calling for violence against the police in Atlanta. We'll take a look at that story coming up in uh, a little bit uh, as well. Uh, not a great story there. And some, um, some stories about the Supreme Court. Uh, they have dealt a major blow to the second amendment there in new york they tried to stand up against some of the things that they're trying to do of course they've got the gun free zones posted all over new york city which is you know we know how well that works we haven't learned a darn thing um but we'll talk about that story coming up a little bit as well in the meantime we'll be back with our answer of our mind jam trivia coming up as we enjoy this thursday with you on the morning jam
0: Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Bang, bang, bang.
1: Oh, howdy, partner.
3: Time for timer. Do you ever get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When my ten gallon hats are feeling five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on! Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get-up-and-go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, a hold down and my boots kind of slow down. Or any time I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slab or slice a chunk of, a sniker day is a winner. And yet won't spoil my dinner,
2: I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! Wow, there's a blast from the past. Now it makes me want to watch Schoolhouse Rock a little bit. I watch
1: Schoolhouse Rock.
2: Yeah, well, this was played on Saturday mornings in between. Mm -hmm. This would be one of the things that that was played uh, along with Schoolhouse Rock. So, our question this morning was about World Quark Day, and I did not know what it was. Um, We did give you a hint that it's a type of food. It is cheese. And apparently, it is a very popular cheese in uh, the UK, particularly uh, in, in Germany as well, it's very similar to cottage cheese, only it doesn't have curds. It's very smooth, and it's used in a lot of different applications. And they say it's becoming more popular in the States. I don't know that that's true, but I would be curious to try it.
1: It looks like grits.
2: It looks like grits. It looks yeah. like It almost looks like sour cream
1: to me. Yeah, a little sour creamy, but like...
2: But it doesn't have curds in it uh-huh. like cottage cheese does. There it is,
1: that's the difference. It's like a,
2: it, it almost looks like
1: a, le- a smoother cream, cottage cheese, cr- like a cross Cre-
2: between cream cheese and
1: cottage cheese. Yeah, cod-
2: uh, yeah, it doesn't have the curds in it. I know but they we're say, we're
1: talking about an item. We're googling. It. We're looking at an image. Talking on the radio. We're doing great radio right now. But, they, but yeah,
2: because it's the theater of the mind. When that's you it. say it, it looks like cream cheese, and sour cream, mm-hmm. they get that visual in their head. But you use it much as you would cottage cheese. If I think you use it a lot in pasta. Technically, things.
1: if someone said it was an element, they would be right, too, because it's also an element. It's an elementary A lot of people particle. are guessing
2: grain. But it's not a grain. It's a type of cheese. And it's National Quark Day, so there you go. Now you know. So lots of things to catch up on this morning. Uh, lots of things developing overnight. Um, including... Some more details on the document scandal. And um, we have said this on the air. And, you know, I'm not big into the conspiracy thing. But now people are saying it out loud that they think that the Democrats are using this classified document scandal to take out Joe Biden. And I said that on the air. He's not useful to them. He used to be a useful idiot. Now he's dropped the useful part uh, for them. And I, I get that. So, Representative um, Matt, is it Gats? Gates. Gates. It's a weird spelling. Uh, Florida. He says the classified document scandal surrounding Joe Biden is being fueled by Democrats. That's what I think. Who are ready to give the flailing president the hook. And um, he says that it feels like the Democrats are taking out Joe Biden. He said, I don't know that that's the case, but I don't know that it's not. But just as Joe Biden is hardening the cement around his decision to run for president again, they start looking for what classified documents might have been tucked away eight years ago. And of course, the three batches of the documents were found on his property in recent months and then at the Penn Biden Center. I don't know. Do you think... I think, that, I think that may have, have something to do with it. Is that something that you think the Democrats might be in on? Wouldn't be the first time. 866-916-3776 is our toll-free number. Um, it does seem very convenient at a, at a super convenient time. And now people are saying, is there more out there? And, um, and do they pertain to China? I don't know. I guess we'll know soon enough. Disturbing story out of Atlanta as uh, protesters there are calling for violence against police, which I don't see how people can get by with doing that without being held accountable for it. They, uh, there was a police-involved shooting that took place yesterday. It left a state trooper wounded, one man dead. The Twitter account scenes from the Atlanta Forest calls for a night of rage on Friday to enact, quote, reciprocal violence to be done to the police and their allies. And see, whoever is writing this, they need to track them down and they need to bring them in because that's not okay. Okay consider this a call for reciprocal violence to be done to the police and their allies. On Friday, January 20th, wherever you are, you are invited to participate in a night of rage in order to honor the memory of our fallen comrade, the group wrote on Twitter. All right. um, the account claims to be part of Defend the Atlanta Forest, one of the multiple groups protesting in an area where the city is set to construct the new Atlanta Public Safety Training Center. We've got a caller on the line. Good morning. You're on The Morning Jam.
3: Hey, good morning. Great show. Thank you all. I'm driving and uh, good to listen to you. I was thinking about that Joe Biden thing you're talking about. Yeah. And it does seem obvious that somebody inside is trying to do it to him to get him out. But, you know, the other thing I was thinking is once you do that to him, obviously, and you go after him, It does heighten a little bit what Trump did, even though I think they're kind of different. But it could be a way of getting two people out of the race at the same time, get one of your own that you don't want, and then make that such an issue that you have to say, well, the other guy did it too, and that kind of taints him. And one other thing, um, I don't know if you remember back when Joe was running, his chief competitor, was Buttigieg, mm-hmm. who now is the transportation guy. yeah,
2: Doing a terrible and it seemed job. And it's funny to me. <laughs> What's that? Doing a terrible job.
3: Doing a terrible job. But, you know, the funny thing is both of these things kind of came out at the same time. You know, two weeks ago or so, Buttigieg was having all kinds of issues, and then he's had issues with supply chains and all that. But in the last couple of weeks, there was all this transportation stuff that made him look really bad. At the same time, Joe Biden is being made look really bad with the whole document scandal. You almost think somebody else is trying to knock out two competitors uh, as they, you know, squeeze their way in to become the Democrat nominee.
2: Well, you know, who's so been I look been at very, too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Of course, you know, who's been very Possibly. quiet is Kamala. I mean, she's right. she all disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and the best thing for
3: her politically is to be quiet. I think mm-hmm. because it does raise her stature a little bit. Once she starts talking, right. it it kind of turns you off of her. I think uh-huh. I, if if she wants to win, she just needs to be quiet and wait, and then pop in. But anyway, just the thought that both Buttigieg and Biden both had very very terrible weeks. And uh, they are both. They were both the two top Democrat contenders in the last election in the primary. So,
2: I think somebody it's may a, be
3: doing it to both of them.
2: A brilliant observation, though, to to talk about how they're also tainting Trump. So you've got Trump, Biden, and Buttigieg. That's like the trifecta right there. So oh yeah. If if someone oh, yeah. is doing the it, field. it's pretty brilliant. I mean,
3: <laughs> yeah, in a in a devious kind of way, it is very brilliant.
2: Well, nobody does devious that's like funny. you know. Maybe it's Nancy; she's had more time know. on her hands. Thank you so much for calling in this morning. Really appreciate you, you, you it. You got it. Thanks. So when he's talking about Kamala, uh, all I can think about is uh, the proverbs where it said, "Even the fool who remains silent is considered wise," then uh, and the one who keeps his tongue seems discerning. I, I think that's exactly what she's doing right now and uh, as long as people have short memories that might work for I don't know that it will but it but it might do you have a thought on this subject 866-916-3776 we'd like to hear from you Uh, we've also been talking about this protesters call for violence against police they're wanting to do this on Friday now I wonder what they're going to do about this. You know, they they had a chance to in the past to to do things. They in Portland, they had an opportunity even in Washington with January 6th. They had an opportunity to to be better prepared than they were. Uh I hope that people are going to take this seriously. Uh they're saying they want to honor the memory of a fallen com- comrade. That's what they're writing. On Twitter, which is a violation of the terms and conditions. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, The Defenders of the Forest said in a statement that it is a broad, diverse, decentralized movement to defend the Atlanta Forest and went on to say that they are only a news aggregator for the movement and they're not affiliated with scenes from the Atlanta Forest. Yeah, okay. That doesn't mean you're not held accountable for the stuff that you're doing. So we'll talk about this more. In the meantime, we have uh, Kimberly McBroom. She is coming up from WDBJ7 talking about two missing teenagers in Campbell County. And a Bedford County uh, has arrested a man from a Minnesota murder. We've got more details on that on the way. The information you need to get started on this Thursday morning on the Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. Good morning.
0: It's time for your morning jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. few scattered showers today. Clouds linger mild, though. Highs of the upper 50s will turn breezy and clear tonight. Look for a low of 40. Sunny skies on Friday as well as Saturday. It's going to be much cooler, though, with highs anywhere from 48 to around 52 degrees. Overnight lows of the upper 20s. And expect another round of rain to arrive on Sunday with highs in the low 40s.
2: And currently, we have in Lynchburg, 42 degrees. There is some fog in Lynchburg and in Bedford. It's 43 there. Cloudy in Roanoke and Salem and 44. 50 degrees in Danville. We have fog in Amherst and 43. And it's 42 degrees with cloudy conditions in Appomattox. Uh, Some misty rain falling in some areas. Visibility isn't great this morning. So do allow yourself some uh, some extra time as you're heading out on this Thursday morning. Well, one of the stories that has been in the forefront of the news has been the six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in Northern Virginia. Um, they're now coming out with new developments about this, um, where the, the young man also uh, was battling some, why do you look, perplexed
1: you said northern virginia i thought it was, it was newport news right
2: okay i consider that northern virginia oh it's, I not, don't get... it's
1: not just richmond newport news okay. richmond is not northern virginia wait a minute I you... think it... <laughs> wait a minute okay i know this is a sidetrack you you consider richmond northern virginia
2: uh, it's further uh, yeah i do okay
1: we'll agree to disagree
2: Okay. Well, that's fine. Well, new. Okay, Newport News.
1: <laughs> I consider that like Virginia Beach area.
2: You consider Virginia Beach, Northern Virginia. No. Oh, okay. No, I well, consider that right. Newport right. News, Virginia it Beach area. It absolutely is. Okay. Are you feel better now?
1: Yes, because I was very confused. All right.
2: Well, the the crux of the story is we've got a six year old shooting a teacher. Yeah, the more important part. And, and yes, and uh, the, less than my geographical uh issues there. Um, let's face it, any playing past Roanoke to me is northern. I feel like I feel like we're in the north sometimes. So there's that. But back to the story. Uh they're also saying that this child uh was in battle with some other uh teachers earlier that day and a lot of folks are saying can a child that age be held accountable? Um and is, is, that, uh, is that something that you know, the parents are going to have to be held accountable for? Does it really mean anything when a child that young is showing these signs of violence and insubordination and, and disrespect, that kind of thing? I came across an article yesterday that I thought was interesting. And the title of the article was Born That Way, How Our Temperament Is Baked In From Birth. So that's a little concerning to think that, you know, however you're born, that's the way you're going to be. But they say influences, uh, how it influences our lives is kind of up for grabs. I'm curious for those of you who are parents, do you think temperament is baked in from the time a child is born? 866-916-3776. I will say that All three of my children had had different temperaments, and there were many things that they showed early on that has transitioned into adulthood. For example, uh, whether or not they're an introvert or an extrovert, that certainly has has followed through. Um, I did have one child that dealt with anger issues certainly more than the other two, and that was something that we consistently worked on throughout his entire childhood. So there's a part of me that believes that that some of that could be true. This article goes even further into saying excessively irritable infants are more likely to become children who cannot regulate their anger or their impulses. Hmm. A uh, gentle parental discipline is enough to promote the development of conscious and fearful children it says there's there's a part of me that agrees with what this is saying I think the thing that bothers me with this is is this going to be one of those things where we're just going to completely write off well you know they were angry when they were a child they were irritable when they were a baby they don't have any control over it it's not their fault they can't be held accountable for it I just wonder if that's the way it's going to be utilized in the future. Not that parents can take these clues and these traits and and realize that they need to adapt their parenting to that child to give them the life skills they need to deal with those temperaments. And I say that because I had to do it with one of my kids, who, by the way, has grown into the most sensitive, the most caring, the most loyal, arguably, of all the kids. So, I, I just wonder if that's something that they're going to try to use as an excuse for behavior in the future. Sometimes it feels maybe that's where, they, where they're heading for that. Um, Leah says we are beginning to make excuses for bad behavior i think that's i think that's true um johnny says some need more than others yeah what parenting is that what you're talking about yeah i think that's probably true um how about you and your brother are you very are you similar or did all right how no. are you, so how are you different Um, I mean,
1: he doesn't like the things I like, and I don't like the things he likes. Like, he's more, and I I think, um, he doesn't, like, like, something obvious is I knew what I wanted to do, like, very young, which was sports, and he still is trying to figure that out. Okay. Um. What about temperament? Yeah, he, he, uh, yeah, I don't really get a temper. Like, I can get mad, but he'll, uh he can erupt sometimes like Mm. so we definitely have a very different temperament um so yes we are we are different people
2: okay well i mean i think we're i think that's true for for all of us Mm -hmm. like my sister and i i'm a lot more outspoken shocking i know than she is um she is much she's very quiet she can be very quiet and uh i'm more of an extrovert she's more of an introvert Which is a very, that's a very real thing. And you do have to take that serious, whether you're a parent or whether you're in a relationship. You know, people who are extroverts get a lot of energy from other people. They like being around other people. It gives them a lot of energy, kind of jacks them up. People who are introverts, all of their energy is, like, depleted. It is exhausting. My brother is
1: not afraid to, like, engage with someone in terms of, like... Even if he has the same opinion, he might argue with you. But, like, he'll get in <laughs> an argument with you no matter what. He my, just enjoys it? My dad, I, it's like my dad. My dad will, and I think my dad just, like, sometimes will just try so you can realize, like, argue the other side. Like, he might agree with you, but then he'll just argue the other side just, you know, just because he wants to. And uh, my brother's a little similar to that. He needs to be
2: on debate team.
1: Well, that does Liberty a lot, have that a debate team? That gets a lot team? of that,
2: Probably. So. I got a lot of that out of my system uh, in debate. That's probably why my parents made me do that. Maybe. I should have, but too late now. <laughs> I don't know. We need we need grown-up. Here's the thing. People are afraid to debate anymore. I mean, we we've been we've been looking for someone to come a- and do the show for a while now. I'm am amazed at the number of of pretty talented people out there who are terrified at the thought of Having a opinion, especially about anything political, it completely freaks them out. They either are afraid to to do it, or they're just apathetic and they don't care. Um, and and you're number two. <laughs> that's it. He's over here saying, and you are, and that and that's okay. But I didn't think it would be that difficult.
1: I'm not okay. I'm I am number two. Like I'm not afraid to do it because I've done it before. Like I did in college. I've done it with my family. I've done it here a little bit. It's just, I don't want, like, I don't want right. to do it.
2: Well, you're not passionate about it. Yeah. But I think that's the problem overall in this country is, is people aren't passionate about it. And that's, and that's so the where you people, get the best debates. The people who are, where? When, when someone's passionate about it. Oh, it's absolutely where you get the, the best debates. But when you have the majority of people don't care, then you have the fringy people making the decisions. Maybe that's why things are so chaotic right now because average everyday people are quiet are quiet and they won't care enough to come in and, and be you know that that quiet voice of reason. It, it worries I, I, me sometimes.
1: The, the thing that I like hate the most is like if you think about it most Americans are probably like in the middle like they they agree on some things they agree they right like most if you took a political spectrum and put the entire population in the United States for the voting voting population, a majority of it would be in the middle. Then you have the extremist on the other ends. And then you go like, if you do a graph of like, I don't say engagement, but let's just categorize it as engagement, which is either like using their voice or, or it's, it's anything like you see it on Twitter all the time. There, it's called the, you know, the, the loud minority. Right. And so, you get this loud minority and then it translates to, oh, I bet you a bunch of people think this way, whereas it's truly in the context of the population, well, not and that then, much.
2: And then I think, you know, when you have people who don't don't care that much one way or the other, and then they go out and vote, they're voting on things that they really don't know that much about, yeah. because they don't care enough to go and dig, I mean, it's a That's one thing, problem. Like, like, I might not, like, I,
1: I've learned enough, and I'm like passionate enough about like the inner workings of like I study political science in college so I know the inner like I'm more invested into like how things get done and so I will do research and I will I I pride myself on trying to be an informed voter
2: but I think a lot of people don't don't do that you know especially my age right well yeah and it wasn't stressed it really like I took
1: AP government so it was stressed to me somewhat but like in most classes it wasn't stressed enough to be like hey, you need a vote and you need to do X, Y, and Z. Like You need to treat it as if it's a responsibility and you you, you get the right information and it, it's so that your message gets heard, especially on the local level because people just look at a letter and they just assume that's the right person.
2: Right, yeah. Uh, Johnny wants to know, who did you vote for?
1: <laughs> Johnny, I voted for you. <laughs>
0: See, he won't it's tell you. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight.
2: And you know what? That's okay, buddy. It's a private thing. Uh, today's Five and Dine is brought to you by F&L Market. They're your Midtown grocer on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and making their prices as low as they possibly can so you can keep your food bill in check. So it's a kind of a rainy day today. I thought I would give you a nice soup recipe that you can pull together pretty quickly. Uh, This is called a ravioli soup. This is one of my favorites of my kids growing up. Um, I always use just like cheese raviolis or the mini raviolis that you can find. Lots of times you can find those pretty affordable in the, uh, the freezer section. And if you really want it to be good, you can get some of those fresh ones and use those. Super delicious. Uh, start with a, a large, um, you know, soup pot over medium heat. You're going to add in your ground beef or your venison. You can even use uh, ground chicken or turkey if you want with this. Uh, break it up into crumbles. Brown it for about five minutes. Then you're going to season it up with some salt, pepper, garlic powder, dried basil and dried oregano. Toss it into the beef, saute it for another minute, then you're going to put in some tomato paste, about two tablespoons of tomato paste, your crushed tomatoes, some beef broth, and sometimes I'll, if I've got it, I'll put a little splash of like a cab salve or a nice red uh, in that sauce as well. Uh, and then you're going to reduce it to a simmer and simmer it for about 20 minutes. While that soup simmers, you're going to prepare that ravioli in salted water, cooked until it's done through, drain it, set it aside, then you're going to stir in the Parmesan cheese into the simmered soup, and pour a serving of ravioli into a bowl, and then you're going to top it with this soup. Serve it with a little more Parmesan and some fresh herbs. It is really super delicious. You get a nice salad, some crusty bread in there really, really good. Uh, you want this recipe? Just go to Facebook, type in Janet's 5 and 9, you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share, brought to you by Evan All Market, where their meats are cut above.
0: Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. Baby, a song You made me want to roll my windows down. The morning
2: We thank you for joining us here on The Morning Jam. Our number is 866-916-3776. We'd love to hear from you this morning. You're blowing up the text line big time. Uh, we'd love for you to, to call us as well if you have a moment to do that. Uh, there is an article on WSET um, about new Lynchburg councilman suing the city and the Lynchburg Fire Department. Uh, Over a 2021 cartoon post, um, Lynchburg City Councilman Marty Mischens, I reached out to Marty to to see if he wanted to come on the air and talk about that. Apparently, this article, according to the communication I'm having with Marty, is not accurate. So bear that in mind if you're reading it this morning. Uh, He said the motion to amend was granted on January tenth. Um, it's been filed for almost two years. I thought that's what he had told me. I was going to so, say,
1: didn't he come on?
2: Yeah, we talked to him. We we back we, in the day. We, yeah. Um. This when that other guy was here says it was filed. Um, on Tuesday, but that isn't accurate. It's been filed for almost two years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, motion to amend was granted on. On the tenth, so when the when the time is appropriate, um, I'm sure Marty will come on and and talk more about that. Those of you who are not familiar with that, and we did have Marty on the air when this when this happened. Um, it was uh, back in 21 when he had put a, a a cartoon up, and it was you know it was it was when we had the whole thing going on with men who dressed up as women and sometimes didn't even bother to dress up as women and they would go in the women's bathrooms and and then dare you to say anything about it we had a little rash of that uh for a while and the cartoon was basically uh showing a a little girl screaming from the bathroom and this this guy with a beard (laughs) dressed up as a woman calling calling her a bigot um but uh he said it was based on his uh freedom of speech, religious beliefs, and, um, and then he was pretty much, you know, harassed and intimidated uh, after, after that. So uh, anyway, that if you do read that article, just know that that's not accurate, what, what is in there. That was not filed uh, Tuesday. That was filed a couple of years ago, and so hopefully they'll get that straightened out sooner rather than later. At least we hope so. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to be talking uh, about a new consignment shop that is going to be uh, coming in to the area. And they're going to be not only I love a good consignment shop, but the money that they raise is going to such good causes. So we're going to talk about that in uh, the next hour. Also, uh, in the next hour, we're going to be talking a little bit about George Santos And some new accusations um, against the freshman House Republican, where he's been. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday on the show, where they're saying uh, a disabled veteran is accusing him of stealing money from a GoFundMe account that he had started, not in his own name either. Uh, we're gonna be talking with CBS correspondent Wendy Gillette, who's been following this story very closely. So she's gonna be joining us. I feel us like in the he gets hour. a new
1: accusation every day. He might become a meme before it well he started He's to become... He's already a meme. Yeah, I was gonna say.
2: And and honest and truly, if if all this stuff is true, and I think it probably is, he is like the worst.
1: Well, I saw today there that allegedly he was like a drag queen. So that's a new accusation. So. What? Yeah.
2: Are you sure that's real? I saw it on Twitter. Do you uh, do you have photos? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Uh, are there photos associated with this? Oh, we'll have to ask Wendy about that. See if that's accurate or not. Let's see. But anyway, there. we're going to talk with her and and get updated uh, on on the latest. Like like you say, there are accusations coming out all the time. Oh, holy cow! If that's the case, he was a pretty good, pretty good drag queen, huh? Hmm. Okay
1: and he will not resign
2: well why, i had a, a listener texted they texted in after the show yesterday saying he's not gonna resign he's got too many perks now why would he resign now you know
1: and it's people like that why i do why you,
2: why, <laughs> why you just won't affiliate yourself i don't look i don't have uh, when it when you it, even in my social media i don't put myself no. down as a republican I, I don't. I just put small government girl, and because that's what I am. I'm a small government girl. If you're for small government, if you're for government staying out of our business, then I'm for you. Absolutely, let's go. Um, but things like that, I don't just see. Oh, somebody is a.
1: I would put common sense government, but that's impossible.
2: But that's impossible. That doesn't. That doesn't even exist anymore. So we have a little bit of that going on. So. Anyway, all right. So at the top of the hour, we are going to uh, be checking in with Bill Trefero. He's going to have our news from our Roanoke News Desk. Uh, We'll talk with Wendy about the whole Santos thing. And then Faith Towles is the manager and the director of community engagement with uh, Mission Thrift. Going to be talking with her as well and uh, learn some good things about what's going on there. Uh, Somebody said there's no small government ticket. I know there's not, but there should be. There absolutely should be. But then it'll just become like the tea party, and they'll just rip that up. And <laughs> It's so complicated. Keep our numbers handy, 866-916-3776, 434-248-0704. And before the top of the hour, let me mention, you need to be sure that you go to InsaneRadioDeals.com. We have some new things up there uh, on, on the um, the page, I- including the um the bleacher tickets to the knights that never die boxing event that's going to be coming up those are the the only ones that are left are the 60 dollar bleacher seats i'll be there yeah and and we're selling them for 30 bucks while they last on insane radio deals so vip to,
1: cards to twice and for all also on there
2: yeah there's a lot of really good things uh on there but check it out insane radio And save yourself some money And uh, like I say, the the boxing event Is the new one up there Go ahead and get those before they're all gone
0: You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network 100.9 WIQO Forest And 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville